What's going on, everybody? We're back here for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 76, and we're joined by a very special guest, host of the Salem National Radio Show, America First, and former deputy assistant to President Trump, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Great to be back. You were an audience hit last time, so they'll they'll be be pumped to hear you. And a lot of people actually said that they started listening to your show, and they love it, too. So Love it. Great. One one team, one team. Exactly. Good America-loving people. (laughs) So since... uh, since the last time we had you on, Mueller came to a conclusion. The report's out. You know, everyone's freaking out nonstop. CNN, MSNBC, of course. What are your thoughts on how we, you know, ended up here two and a half years later? Well, look, I, I was, I saw the president last week in the Oval. I was there to talk to him about my next book and catch up. And I reminded him that I think it was June of 2017 when I was still his strategist, we were in the Oval together. I was there for some other issue. I think it was the Iran deal. And out of the blue, he just looked at me and said, Sebastian, they will find nothing because there is nothing. That was two years ago, almost. Mm -hmm. And we've spent $25, $30 million of taxpayer money. Uh, What is it? 500 witnesses, 500 subpoenas, 280 warrants, and nothing. You know, what he told me, uh, which I trusted back then, turned out to be the case. And what we've seen with the bar hearing, you know, I was on Breitbart Radio this morning with Alex Marlowe. And I said, on the one hand, it's it's absurd that they're doubling down after all of this. Yeah. But on the flip side, it's great. It's absolutely fabulous. Because you look at the polling data, and you ask Americans, what do they most care about? Russia, if it appears if it appears, is at the bottom yep. at about 2 to 3%. Everything else is jobs, the economy, border, immigration, national security. I mean, I just have to think, we, we live in the bubble. We, you know, we are political right. animals. Yeah. But for the average American who's just trying to make the, you know, the next car payment, make sure that their kid has a new backpack for school or whatever, they look at this. They, they look at Nadler. They look at Meiji Hirono, and they go, what? Yeah. <laughs> what, what what is this bill barr a man whose reputation is sterling and Maisie hirono who's literally you can tell she's reading a script oh, yeah. she, she yeah. doesn't even know i mean some staffer yeah. shoved it in her hand 30 seconds ago <laughs> and she's saying you lied attorney general like bring it i mean 2020 is going to be a cakewalk if this is what they yeah, keep exactly. doing yeah. exactly and you know yesterday we had attorney general barr up at the senate And the topic of FISA abuses came up, and he held strong on the spying because everyone's freaking about about oh you can't say spying, well it's spying yeah yeah and 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 I loved it when he said oh by the way my first job was lawyer for the CIA and we called it spying there as well (laughs) so I've got a bit of a you know credentials more than you have and and you know again ask the average American is using electronic equipment to bug you spying. Uh-huh. And, and to have the former director of the FBI, let's not forget the FBI is part of the intelligence community. Mm-hmm. If you work for the FBI, your email ends with ic.gov, which is intelligencecommunity.gov. If, if the former director of the FBI actually says court-mandated surveillance is not spying, that tells you everything you need to know about James Comey. Yep. Yeah. I think they're freaking out because they know. I, th- I think that, they're worried. Yeah. Yeah. Because bar-, bar is, I mean, have you ever seen, you know, you, you guys are young, but I can't think of any congressional testimony 
where the subject in the chair was so utterly in control, yep. had such measured contempt for the people he was facing and and was just unflappable, totally yeah. and utterly unflappable. He dismantled them yesterday. Oh, totally. Yeah. Step totally. by step. And uh, Lindsay 2.0, as I like to call him, was on fire he, Lindsay again. 2.0 was yeah. great. Yeah. Lindsay 2.0 was great. <laughs> Let's never revert to 1.0. No, 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 no. Only forward, only forward. Yeah. And then so he didn't show up to the House today, and yep. now they say they're going to vote on contempt. And Pelosi this morning said... When, when the rules are very clear, very, very clear, if this is an oversight committee uh, hearing, which it is, not impeachment. Impeachment right. has a different function. If this is an, an official oversight committee hearing, staffers aren't allowed to ask questions. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's been like that for two yeah. centuries. Oh, and now Jerry Nadler wants to do it? It's just, it's a joke. It's it's games. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was all meant to have this contempt. It was meant to yeah. trigger. Yeah. 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 It was meant to trigger. <laughs> and the staffers write the questions for anyway. the congressman anyway. anyway. So it's, you know. And now Pelosi says that Attorney General Barr lied yesterday. Um, <laughs> keep doing it. Just literally keep doing it. And the this idea of, of the letter, again, what does it tell you about Robert Mueller? I don't care if he's a, a Marine Corps veteran. This guy has become a prima donna, a little girl, a, a princess in yep. a tutu. Read the telephone conversation <laughs> accounting after. A, a, Barr dismantled Mueller by saying yesterday, he said to Robert, uh, what's with this letter thing? Why didn't you just call me? I mean, we're in the same building. We're at DOJ. And mm -hmm. you have to write me this snitty letter saying, yep. and what was the letter about? He was displeased by how the media was representing his report based upon the AG summary. What are you? Some kind <laughs> yeah. of high school click girl <laughs> mem? I mean, it's, it's, seriously. Yep. And then the kill shot. He asked him in the conversation. He asked Muller was my summary in any way misrepresentative of your report? And Muller says, no. Yep. <laughs> End of story, Nanny Pelosi. Yeah, yeah. like that bombshell report yeah. the other night, right? It's right. all about the media at this point it and is. trying to play out the distraction. And yeah. the, But let's be very clear here. The important point here is not, not the grandstanding girlish behavior of, of Robert Muller. <laughs> it's the fact that one of his team... Gave that to the Washington Post. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, I and heard a rumor it was Weissman. Wouldn't be surprising. Wouldn't be surprising. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and of course, Eric Holder clutches the pearls last night. The and only only AG to ever be held in contempt of Congress by any any yep. Congress. And for a real scandal. Yeah, not and for a real scandal, which people died. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. right. And you know, Fast and Furious. We still don't even have no. all the answers on it because they hid all the documents. Yep. No. And they want to talk about Trump, you know, obstructing justice. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, it's He can't endless. make this up. Yeah, it's endless with these people. <laughs> so down in Venezuela, obviously there's a lot of chaos going on right now. The clashes are continuing. Apparently Maduro was ready to leave, but then was told not to by the Russians. Yeah. How do you think that plays out? Do you think that Guaido actually ends up taking power? Or do you think he's just going to have to kill Maduro to do it? Or what do you think happens here? You think Maduro just leaves or? Well, there's a, it may, may be apocryphal, but there's a, a very cynical statement. I'm probably the most cynical statement ever made attributed to Stalin with regards to the power of the then Pope. And Stalin says, oh, the Pope, really? How many tank divisions does he have? Mm -hmm. um, and, and this is the question with any dictatorship. 
there is, we had this argument, I, it was let slip on, what was it, NBC or MSNBC, where the local reporter said, well, you know, they outlawed private guns in 2012 in Venezuela, so as, as long as Maduro's security forces have the weapons, that's it. So the, the key is, will there be a point as there was in, say, Romania in, on Christmas, what was it, 1989, where the security forces pause for a moment, mm -hmm. where, where they either lose confidence in the dictator or when they just decide, okay, we're, we're not going to shoot our own citizens. We saw that footage of that APC, that armored personnel carrier mow down unarmed Venezuelans. Um, there is this tipping point. There's this ironic or paradoxical moment where a dictatorship, the more it centralizes power, the more it, it squeezes its grip, there comes a point at which it becomes ironically, very fragile. And there's mm -hmm. that moment, you guys weren't even alive then, but there's a moment on Christmas Day when Ceausescu goes to the People's Palace to address the crowds. You weren't allowed to celebrate Christmas, so this was a celebration of him on mm -hmm. Christmas Day. And he's expecting the usual chance of Ceausescu, Ceausescu. And suddenly, the people in the square start chanting, down with the dictator. And and you see the expression on his face. And he's like, what, 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 I, I'm the man, what, mm -hmm. what's going on? and then the military start to crumble. So the question is, are we at that point yet? Because this is the president that I know, and John Bolton is not a neoconservative interventionist. He is a man who serves his president. Mm -hmm. This president is not an interventionist. We're not gonna deploy the 82nd Airborne, but we will exert as much pressure. I mean, when you had, what was it, Secretary Pompeo yesterday, yeah. send a message to Maduro, you know, fuel your jet, you better get ready to leave because the options you have are closing. And I believe the president, when, when we're, we're sending messages that we will enact a blockade against Venezuela, the likes of which we haven't seen since the 62 Cuban Missile Crisis, mm -hmm. that's, that's not Gulf One, that's not the 2003 invasion of Iraq, but it will make the dictatorship even more fragile. Right, right. And I, and I like, I love how the, the Trump administration will always say all options are on the table. Right. Yeah. Not like Obama. No he, signaling. You know, yeah. exactly. No signaling. Yeah, exactly. And, and drawing red lines. Yeah. And, and then the, allowing the to cross them. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right. Right. <laughs> yep. So it'll be interesting to see it. Hopefully he'll get out of there. But yeah, who knows? Well, look, uh, who knows? Who knows? Uh, anybody who gives you a prediction about these things uh, is lying. But at the end of the day, you've got, a, you know, you've got a very good metric. When the only people who are supporting Maduro's regime are China, North Korea, Russia, Syria, Iran. You know and Ocasio-Cortez. And Ocasio-Cortez. <laughs> oh, Ilhan Omar. Yes. Ilhan yep, Omar. Then, then you know they're in a small, small circle of bad guys. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that's a perfect segue because we wanted to talk about Ilhan Omar next. Mm -hmm. It's all mm -hmm. our fault. Yeah. It is. I mean, I, well, that, 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 that audio was incredible. This is like Howard Zinn, Michael Moore, Noam Chomsky rolled into one, but yeah. now they're actually a member of Congress. Yeah. yeah. She, I mean, she's scary. The things she that she is. says. But, yeah. I, you know, the good, the good thing is, I think, look, A, it's very disturbing because what you have with her, with Rashida Tlaib, with AOC support of the BDS movement against Israel, what you have is the the institutional embrace of anti-Semitism by mm -hmm. the Democrat Party. But if you watch Ilhan Omar in the last, what is it, four months, she's not slowing down. Mm -hmm. She's not reining herself in. I predict before the end of the calendar year, she is so going to let the real Ilhan Omar out that there will be a point at which the Democrats will have to do something about her. Right. And when we see the real Ilhan Omar through her Black Hawk Down comments. Yes. Yeah. Rooting for the Somalians. like Right. 
clearly you're not on the side of America at this point. Yeah. Well, and, and blaming Venezuela on us. Yeah. Yeah. The richest country in the hemisphere. I mean, more oil in Saudi Arabia and somehow we screwed it up. That We're responsible for the average Venezuelan losing 25 pounds last year because they're being starved to death by Maduro. That's because of us. I mean, it's so utterly twisted. It's mm-hmm. it's perverse. Well, it yeah. goes back to the belief that America is the great evil. Yeah. A- know, any, any problem in the world is our fault. Right. Yep. Right. Which is what, what the bad guys believe. Yeah. <laughs> but, but now also congresswomen in, Cong- in yeah. Capitol Hill. Yeah. I think she should start paying attention to what's happening in her district as the FBI just warned about right. radicalization in Minnesota. And we have this foiled plot out in California. I think it's clearer than ever that Islam, and more specifically radical Islam, is not compatible with Western civilization. They just want to kill us. Well, yeah. look, it's it's very clear, and I, I I don't know how much time we have, but this is what I used to do for the special forces and, and for the FBI for years. Right. I, you know, I, I was training them on the ideology of the bad guys. The biggest thing you you don't you should read the Quran. Everybody should read the Quran. But if there's one moment that tells you everything you need to know in the difference between the Judeo-Christian uh, Western civilization and that based upon Islamic or Sharia law, there is no passage in either the Hadith or any of the Quran which is the equivalent to when Jesus said, render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's, which means there is a separation. You know, we we always love to praise the founding fathers, which is absolutely right and just. But at the end of the day, separation of church and state wasn't invented by the founding fathers. It's in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. God said, look, my father's authority is in heaven. Here, Caesar is on the coin, pay your taxes. There's a separation between sovereign responsibility even saint paul writes about you you will have multiple masters in terms of obey your masters here but your ultimate father is in heaven in the quran there is no separate the the idea if you talk to devout muslims i've trained hundreds of muslims when i was in the dod who are from uh, partner nations allied nations the idea for a devout muslim to separate politics from religion is a nonsensical you, you can't right. you, you can't separate law you can't separate faith and you can't separate politics the quran is it's a guide one. to all three so the idea that something that is in its gene code in its basic theology uh, theocratic that's never going to ultimately melt that doesn't mean that all muslims are a problem because i think most muslims in america make a choice they say okay uh, i'm an american first and it's the constitution but when it's when it's Ilhan Omar or when it's a potential terrorist, there seems to be this understanding that there is a higher authority and the question is, will you act upon it in ways that are detrimental to the US Constitution? We've seen that. We've seen that from Fort Hood to San Bernardino. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, thank God they stopped that plot out in California. Yeah. That had the potential to be really bad. Absolutely. Absolutely. The guy was yeah. you know, preparing to, to blow people up. Yep. So just keeping domestically here for a little bit, in Alabama, yeah. there's a Democrat oh, who yeah. said, I, I can't believe he actually came out and said this. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you know, Ralph Northam moment, our blackface yeah. governor here. He, <laughs> You mean the butcher of Richmond? Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love that nickname. And, yeah. and he he came out and said something that the left had been basically thinking. And well, it's a, it about. is the left. Yeah. yeah. And it is the left. So how do they get away with just denying? I mean, do you remember the book Freakonomics? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Freakonomics was a massive success. And in it, if I remember well, either it's the authors or they're quoting somebody and they're saying, 
abortion is a good thing yeah because it actually kills people in the womb who in most cases are from households broken homes ethnic minority groups who would end up as criminals yeah, anyway right. so it's a kind of it's a it's it's like a minority report mm -hmm. yeah. you kill them in the womb and then they won't be criminals and they won't mug us later yeah. i mean th th this isn't new yeah this, i don't know anything about this representative but it's who they are yes it's any any democrat who, who asked this question i think it was don jr tweeted it out last night or this mm -hmm. morning he said this is the question that democrats need to ask every single democrat candidate for president in 2020 do you agree with or do you disavow, disavow this representative statement of kill him then kill him later it makes no difference yeah. because because that'll separate the wheat from the chaff yeah and you have the the case where the president on saturday night in green bay was talking about Ralph Northman, how the Democrats, you know, third trimester abortions, all that, and then the left, the mainstream media, pretends like it doesn't even exist. Yeah, it, that yeah. it's a that it's a no, lie. That, that, yeah, that, no, they actually say it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, we have the audio have the tape, of the yeah. butcher <laughs> yeah. of Richmond saying, yeah. "If the baby survives, they'll have a little tête-à-tête -tête with the mother and the doctors, and they'll decide whether it gets to live, not in the womb, outside the womb." And then you get Cuomo sign the bill where, I mean, this creepiest thing, we, we played it here on, on America First, is when the, the New York State House mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cheered, yeah. cheered when Cuomo signed the bill for third trimester abortions. I mean, what, what exactly are you celebrating there? Right. Death. Yeah, yeah. you are. You're celebrating the Murder. culture of death. Party yeah, of absolutely. death. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the left has been hiding on this for a while, it seems. Then you saw them make it kind of a litmus test for their candidates, yes. and now it's just coming all out into yeah. the open. And well, yeah, thank and God and it is, and, and and it's and it's it's Maoist in its dogmatic rigidity. Because can you tell me right now, right now, one prominent pro-life Democrat? No, no, they're all gone. All you, can't, you, can't, you can't. I would say Bart Stupak, but he's gone. Yeah, you can't be one. Yeah, you can't be one. You know, yeah. The idea that a Catholic, you know, John F. Kennedy, pro-life, pro-national security, you, you wouldn't get in yeah. to a DNC meeting yeah. if you were hardcore on national security and pro-life. You just wouldn't be allowed in the building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Scoop Jackson Democrats, dead, gone. Yeah. It's terrible. And, I mean, we probably should have saw this at the 2012 I mean, this, convention. This... This is why Biden is so stupid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if any candidate, I hope, I don't know if any <laughs> Democrat strategists listen to, to Triggered, but <laughs> hopefully they don't. If, if you really wanted to be the one person who stands out, out of the clown car circus train that is the Democrat presidential nominee, you know, tent, be the one person who comes in as a, you know, a Democrat values of the 1960s or the 1970s, mm -hmm. who, who is, you know, pro-military, is pro-working class in a sense of not the unions, right. but, but individual capacity to make your own living by yourself as a blue-collar person, not dependent upon group representation, somebody who's pro-life, somebody who's inclusive, man alive, you would be the only interesting candidate out of 20 candidates, right. yeah. because you'd actually be different and you, you wouldn't be, you know, another one of the ones who swears fealty to AOC's, you know, green new scam mm -hmm. within hours of it being advertised. I mean, what what does that look like? Senators? Senators are lining, lining up immediately yeah. behind a barmaid? What? Seriously? Who thinks we've got three who thinks we've got three houses of Congress?
Yep. Yeah. And does videos of herself, you know, compiling, making IKEA furniture, eating popcorn off the floor. <laughs> that, that, that's the person whose whose acceptance, whose whose mark of approval you need if you're a Democrat presidential front runner. I mean, it's you have to laugh. Oh yeah. You have to laugh. It's laughable. I mean, it is. the clown car is in full effect. More like a bus now. You know? It is. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the struggle bus. But, <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Biden's out to a significant lead. Again, again, sorry, how, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, explain that to me. I was thinking on the way, and I, I heard the latest uh, polling on, on, on Biden. There is no way that he's in the lead because millennials like him. Right. Mm -mm. They, 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 of course no. they don't. So what does that mean? Every it, millennial it, I've seen doesn't like him at all. Right. Yeah. So all that means is the milk toast you know, standard big DNC Democrat is again the front runner, and they they haven't learned anything. Look, I'm not a fan of Bernie, but but Bernie, I think Steve Bannon's analysis is is gross in a gross way, roughly correct. That that modern politics in the last two three years has been about competing populisms. And it's the populism of the Bernie Sanders give everything away for free and socialism. Right. Vice, you know, nation states are good. We want our sovereignty. We, we want to return to our traditional values. Joe Biden doesn't talk to either of those. No. Mm -mm. And, and, and you look at his first event, you know, he, when he's slurring his speech yeah, yeah. and the people <laughs> with the t-shirts behind him yawning. Yeah. yeah. I mean, were there like 80 people in the room? Mm -hmm. <laughs> This is the best you got. I think the president is right. Come on, give, give me Bernie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And and the slurring of the words, anyone else does that. The first thing. President does it once. Age. Yeah. yeah. Once. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, oh my gosh, mental acuity yeah. issues. Yeah. He's had a stroke. Yeah. It's it's crazy. What's he hiding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other issue for Biden, which I think hasn't gotten as much play as it should, is the corruption. Right. This is the real issue. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this. If you if you. I mean, we had. Um, Peter Schweitzer on, on America First, you got to check out not only Clinton Cash, the, the movie of Clinton Cash that's mm -hmm. free on YouTube, but his his book after that, Secret Empires, which goes after the, uh, the GOP swamp as much as as, as the, the, the DNC. Who cares about him sniffing hair? I mean, you know, the guy's creepy. I, I, I don't <laughs> think he's a sexual predator, but he's a creep. Right. But, but what he did when he flew to China with his son, and then, you know, the next week, his son's company that had no background in anything gets a billion dollar deal with the Chinese government. Yep. And then and then then he brags about after he visited the Ukraine as vice president, he manages to get a prosecutor in the Ukrainian government fired because he was just about to investigate his son, yep. who we find out today, thanks to Breitbart, was getting regular paychecks from the Ukrainian company that was about to be investigated. My, oh my, I mean, yeah. sorry, I mean, who cares about his creepiness with, with you know, sniffing hair? <laughs> that alone, just one of those deals should mean that he, he, he never has a position in public office ever again. Yeah, and he used, didn't he use taxpayer money as leverage against that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. He, he said, you will not get the, the aid promised to you, to the Ukraine, unless this prosecutor is fired. I mean, sorry, and, and, and we're responsible for Venezuela. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, okay right. That's right. filthy. And then they try to bash on President Trump. And, then, and he's proud. And he's yeah. proud. He right. actually talks about it. This is not investigative journalism. He talks, he laughs about it at a conference. Mm -hmm. Stunning. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's brazen. It, I mean, the Dems are brazen. They know that no consequence. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they the, were land, the under- land, the land of no consequences. Yeah. If, right. you're, if, if you're on the left, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. two mean, sets bl- of black, blackface. You know, in college, who cares? Ku Klux Klan hood in college, who cares? I, I, I want to kill babies. Who cares? Yeah, that's. That's Open the borders. Who Open cares? Borders. It's a new flavor of the week. Every yeah. <laughs> and and that's a good lead in. So Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein yes. is leaving. Do you think that there is going to be a clean out of DOJ coming imminently? I think there's, it's not just DOJ. I think that if you look, it's very important to not just watch the interaction between Attorney General Barr and the Democrats on Capitol Hill just switch the Democrats off and listen to what Barr says because Barr chooses his words meticulously. He's like a verbal surgeon. Mm -hmm. And in his first testimony, what was it, two, three weeks ago, when he's asked by somebody what his future actions are and are you concerned about the genesis of the whole Russiagate investigation? And he says, yes, indeed, but not just the FBI's actions. I'm concerned with the intelligence community. Mm-hmm. That is massive. Now, again, I don't want to raise expectations, but I had Buck Sexton on America First yesterday. Sarah Carter's been talking about it for a long time. Allegedly, the IG, the Horowitz report is going to drop imminently. According to Buck, who has very good connections at DOJ, mm-hmm. it is going to be a scorcher. It is going to be, you know, the earth will shake when Horowitz drops that report, which will dis- discuss the Clinton file. Uh, the Clinton uh, server investigation, loads of other things as well. So I think not just DOJ, I think charges will be brought against senior people like Stroke, McCabe and others, but I think there will be a broader implications for the intelligence community writ large because at the end of the day, it's pretty clear, read, read Dan Bongino's book, this starts abroad. John Brennan is the key as Obama's director of CIA he uses foreign intelligence services, primarily GCHQ, the uh, British equivalent of the NSA, to spy illegally on U.S. nationals in the Trump campaign. The Papadopoulos meeting with the Australian diplomat. Then we have Mifsud, the Maltese individual. There's a tie-in with the intelligence government, security services potentially. And then it's pretty clear that Brennan puts pressure mm-hmm. on Comey to bring it back to a domestic counterintelligence investigation under the FBI. So th- this is... This is corruption across multiple agencies. And yes, I do think there will be judicial ramifications for multiple actors. Yeah, I'm hoping that the reckoning is coming. We've been waiting. Yeah, yeah but again, I, I think st- it was smart to wait. Look, I tell, I tell conservative audiences, I do a lot of speaking across the country. I, I get the impatience, I get it. But in, in terms of investigations, two years is nothing. Right. And, and again, we're the conservatives, which means we define ourselves as the antithesis of what the left does. We don't, we don't do kangaroo courts. We don't mm-hmm. declare guilt and then, right. no, we collect and then we provide evidence. And eventually it's not up to us. It's not the court of public opinion. It's not Kamala Harris on a diaz on Capitol Hill. It is a jury and it is a judge. And most important of all, we had to have a real attorney general and we didn't. Mm-hmm. for two years. Yep. Now we do. And we have a very, very serious man as Attorney General. That's what I was about to say. I think one of the greatest picks that President Trump has made, and mm-hmm. I have great confidence in him that he's going to be able to restore the DOJ, get rid of the two sets of standards for the left and the right, and actually restore the rule of law, which has been ignored. Has yeah. to be. Has a lot be. of damage was done in the eight years when Holder was there. Well, he was like Is six, right? And then six. Lynch, Lynch was yeah, two. Six and yeah. Lynch. 
Yeah, and she just was, the Obama. Yeah. I mean, just it was just politicized to like mm -hmm. the apex when they were those two were there. Well, so. everything was. I mean, yeah. let, let's remind ourselves: it wasn't just the DOJ was the worst, yeah. but it was the FBI, CIA, it was the IRS, and not only that, we we forget this. It, they did it with the National Park Service. Yep. Yeah. I mean, during the shutdown, they deploy they deployed national park wardens to barricade off the World War II memorial here in DC so veterans yeah. couldn't go and meet each other at the memorial. I mean, to talk about politicized, yeah. we're not just gonna politicize the intelligence, we're gonna politicize the ra park rangers. Yeah. That's the depth of corruption we had for eight years. I love when they bowled over the gates and went in yeah, there. They anyway. And they took, that was there, they took the gates and they, they brought them to the White House. Yeah. They tried to, to toss a couple, couple over and that was not <laughs> yeah. a good idea. Like, yeah, we yeah, took yeah. the beaches, we'll take that, the gates. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they weaponized the whole government against us. Yeah. And finally, you know, we're getting to the bottom of this. I think a lot of people have a lot of questions to be answered. Yeah, well, don't worry, we've got six more years. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's the key. That's the key. What do you think? Make America great again or keep America great? I don't know. Ma MAGA has so become a, a thing. Mm -hmm. um, I love I love MAGA. Yeah, yeah. Love us MAGA. too. Same thing yeah. here. We put a poll up yeah. on the town hall Twitter. Oh, yeah? yeah? It was 70, 75% want MAGA. So it was yeah. MAGA versus CAG? CAG, yeah. yeah. Good. MAGA yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, there was like a third option was like, I'm a socialist. So was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was it MAMA? Was it Biden's make? Was it MAMA? Make, make America moral again. MAMA. Yeah. Ma Talk about trying to piggyback there, you know. All right. Thanks so much for coming in, Dr. Gorka. Appreciate it. Follow Dr. Gorka on Twitter. Twitter, Seb Gorka, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A. And that's also my website for the show, sebgorka.com, America First. And you can also check it out on uh, iTunes podcast, America First. A truly tremendous radio show. So thank you. Thanks guys. so much. Yes. Follow us on Twitter at TriggeredDHM and TriggeredPodcast.com. We'll catch you guys next week on Tuesday for another episode. See you then. See you guys. Oh,